In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Good evening, everyone. Continuing our study, uh, the Epistle of St. Paul to the Galatians, and we were able finally to finish chapter four, and we're getting into chapter five. Uh, just as a reminder from the beginning, if you remember, we, 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 when we classified the, or divided the, like a general uh, or overlook of the epistle itself, we talked about that the first two chapters, St. Paul is giving his kind of, if I may say, credentials. You know, his, this message is from God himself. Remember, I have not uh, uh, counseled any flesh or blood. You know, I took the message from, from Christ. This is not my gospel. It's the gospel of Christ, the truth. Right, as if he is he's giving all the credentials and the weight for what he's trying to tell them. That again, um, it's not just my opinion that I'm trying to tell you stay away from those people who are trying to persuade you into going into uh, Judaizing you again. But no, it is the gospel of Christ, and this is the work of Christ. So we've talked about this in the first two chapters, and then three and four, mainly more of, of, uh, of argument uh, and, 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 and uh, setting the, 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 the grounds for the basis of his teaching, right? Based on the Old Testament, based on the teaching of Christ himself, based on uh, examples of Abraham, based on the, the meaning of the law and what does the law do and what does the law doesn't do and all the, those things. Comes to the, to the conclusion of the, of the Episode chapter five and six, the last two chapters, and those two last two chapters are mainly more of uh, the practicality of the teaching, right? So he 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 proved himself, proved that his message what it is. He went through all the arguments and all the teaching, all the dogma about what is the meaning of the grace and what is the meaning of the law and where is the law the law coming and what is it doing and all those things, right? And then. As if there is nothing better to convince you more than to tell you that this is the life that we have to live, right? And if you look at that life that we have to live, there is no way you can live this life away from the grace of the Lord and the Holy Spirit and the renewal, right? The law is not going to tell you, again, as we said before, more and more and more and more and more. The law will just tell you that you are sick. You cannot do this. You cannot do this. So here, there's nothing better than starting chapter five and chapter six with all the application, all the practicality of, of, of the teaching itself. And again, there is nothing better than actually giving that example of, okay, here is what you're supposed to do. And then good luck, <laughs> basically. You're not gonna be able to do this, right? Not only that, but if you are still trying to do it on your own, you're actually, as he says today, you're actually putting all what Christ did in waste, nothing, as we will see, as we'll see. So this is, this is the mindset behind chapter five and six. Very, very practical, very, uh, again, the, the question that we always ask ourselves, how can I do that? How can I live a godly life? It's right there, it's right there. Especially if, when we go through it and, 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 and maybe this is that like the, the summary of all Christianity, verse five in chapter five. So remember this, Galatians 5, five. Uh, there is Romans 5.5, 5, it's a very beautiful verse also, which is kind of related somehow. Romans 5.5 5 is what, that the love of God is poured in your heart by the Holy Spirit, right? This is Romans 5.5, 5, very important one. The love of God is poured in your heart by the Holy Spirit. No matter what you do, you're not going to acquire that love somehow because I'm reading books or because I'm fasting more. You know, the love has to be poured in the heart by the Holy Spirit. And in a way, you see chapter or chapter five, verse five also today is kind of similar, similar mindset. For we through the spirit eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. It's very complicated. 
Like, what are you talking about? What does that mean? Again, I'll read it in the New King James and the ESV and just leave this with, with us. We'll get to it. But I just want to highlight this because that's a very, very, very important verse. For we, through the Spirit, eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. ESV, for through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. Just ponder on that thought, keep it aside, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. But, uh, but it's very important, and, and, and as I said, that, that's probably the summary of all Christianity in, in that verse. In that verse, beautiful, beautiful teaching. So again, chapter five and six is that practicality of that all the dogma that he's been teaching before, right? So we'll we'll get into that, see exactly what is it, and and uh, what and how we can actually answer that question that we're always asking again. You know, how can I live a Christian life? And we always say it is hard. We always say that I hear this hundred times per day, Abuna, but it's too hard. Abuna, but it's not practical. Abuna, but it's easier said than done. Abuna, right? We always say this. As if God has given us, again, I say this hundred and hundred times also, as if God has given us a set of rules to set us what? To fail. I said, okay, you're not going to make it, so, okay, good luck with it. Absolutely not. And, and that's why the, the, when we get to chapter five, it's very, very important to understand that and to understand what is it? What is that question? What is the answer for that question? How we can really live that Christian life? And where does it come from? And why we are failing? Again, I always say this again. There is difference between failing and between struggling. Right? Struggling that I fall and I come up again. Right? I'm struggling because I am weak and I'm still under the temptation. I fall, but you know what? I get up again and continue. And failing meaning what? No, there is no point of what I'm doing. And a lot of times you get to this point. Right? Like you keep doing whatever we, we, we do. And then, you know, just, you know, one of, of you know, talking to somebody today again, like Abuna, it's the same list again, <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, why? Why is it the same list again? Again, there is difference between same list because I'm struggling and same list because I'm not actually growing. And there's something wrong. If I'm not growing, there is something wrong. So let's see what, what the text is saying and, and, and kind of ponder on those, on those thoughts and those questions. Let me read it first uh, from one till five since we, we, we mentioned chapter or verse five. Uh, I'll read from the ESV again. Galatians 5, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. Very heavy text, right? Very heavy text. You're severed from Christ, fallen from the grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. The golden verse today. And then let's go with six four. In Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith working through love. 
what is this all about? Again, just a few verses, but I think it's, 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 it's very, very heavy and very rich and we need to take it to understand again exactly what is it and how again and, and the answer for all those questions. Remember again that chapter four, we talked about, about the uh, Hagar and, and Sarah, right? The mother of the slave and mother of the free, right? And then we said that there is only one way to do that, to do what? Kick out the, and her son, remember there. Not just the mother, the mother and the son, right? Whatever, whatever, right? But what, do, what does the scripture say? Cast out slave woman and her son, for the son of the slave woman shall not inherit with the son of the free woman. So brothers, we're, we are not children of the slave, but of the free woman. And since that, since we are the children of the free, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Here he's talking to them about, again, the yoke of slavery is how can you go under the law again, right? The, the, the weight of the, of the law, right? That is, you, you, you cannot do this because you, 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 you have been freed from that already. So if you are, if you are going to, to, to do that same mindset again, that you are putting, putting again, what, more weight, more weight. And we'll talk about this. But in general, again, as I said, five and six is all about that idea. If we can like summarize it in, in four points, five and six real quick, uh, the, 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 the Galatians 5 from 1 to 12 talks about, I've been set free by Christ, no longer under the bondage of the law. And then five from 13 to 26, talking about, okay, if I am set free, again, the question that we always ask, I need something or someone to guide me through that life. How can I do this? Okay, it's not about the law okay anymore okay sounds good it's by the grace okay very good okay well give me a way give me a map give me direction so that comes 5 13 to 26 all talking about the holy spirit the work of the holy spirit and then chapter 6 talks about okay through the the spirit you you gain what you gain that love the fruits of the spirit or the fruit of the spirit i have desire to live in a different life right that's Galatians 6, 1 and 10. And then finally, the end of, of chapter 6 talks about that life of liberty and freedom is so beautiful that I want to continue and walk in that life in the glory of God for it is possible to do that with him. So this is, again, the summary of, of 5 and 6. Back again to, 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 uh, to, to 5, first, or first verse. Again, stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Why do you think he used that word yoke? Yoke, what is yoke? Something heavy, something heavy, right? And when we read, when we, when we come to yoke right away, what does it come to our mind? The, the cattle and the cows, in what way? Okay. Okay. So when, when, when I probably showed you some, some of you this picture before, you know, if, if in, in the old time, we, we did this when we were studying Matthew, right? When, when, when the old time, when they have the, 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 the cow or the bull uh, working the, 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 in, the, in, the, in the field, and they have that yoke on, on, on top of, 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 of the animal, right, the shoulder, in order to continue to carry that. And usually they have two animals, big and young, right, or older and younger. And all 
the, 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 the heavy weights will be on what? On the older. But even with that, the key of that, that both of them have to go parallel, each one, right? And if, if, the, if, the, if the older, the stronger said, okay, I can do this on my own, then he is or, uh, faster than the younger one, they're both gonna collapse, right? And, and that's why, again, the idea when the Lord said, carry my yoke, because my yoke is light. So have that yoke on me instead of carrying you. The only, the only condition is we, all, we both walk what? Side by side, side by side. If you walk alone, you think you can do it alone, it's not gonna happen. If you have no hope in me and no, no, no faith in me, it's not gonna happen. We're gonna both collapse. So that's the idea. And that's why he's using here the same word again, yoke, as if it is, remember, like that Christ already carried that yoke. We say that in him, he fulfilled the, the law. So I have carried this away from you. Why do you keep it and put it back again on, your, on yourself? It's not going to happen. You're not going to go anywhere this way. So that's why he's using the same, the same analogy that Christ himself used. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. And if you look at it again, a yoke, meaning what? It's not defined. We're not exactly particular talk about the yoke of the law, but anything that will burden you, it will be a yoke. And that's why in our day and age now, this verse is very, very important because we all have a yoke that is burdening and we are enslaved by the, the weight of that, right? And it's it's good good thing when we when we talk about this today that we can we can we can understand that. Like, what is it that we are submitting ourselves under, and we're bringing another yoke while he has carried whatever yoke already on him? Right? As I was digging more into that, it's 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 kind of interesting to know that the the, the word itself yoke from the Old Testament it 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 has the connotation of of drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking. <laughs> the word is alal, which is al in Arabic, which is actually related to keep, keep, keep drinking, alil, you know, sickness, but also keep drinking, drinking, drinking. So as if the more we drink the water that we don't want, the more we are putting on ourselves what? More weight, more weight. That's the idea of the yoke, right? It is, is you, you keep drinking to the point that you are very, Heavy. Have you, have, you, have you done this before? You eat something spicy and you keep drinking, 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 right? And like, okay, I can't even move, you know? you know? I cannot move. So heavy. So heavy. So in a way, that kind of opened our minds to what is, it that, what is the meaning or what is that yoke that we have? What is that yoke that we have, right? So here he's saying, he's saying that, that you have been set free already. And you have to understand what does that mean? What does it mean that the Lord has carried our sins? The Lord has come, the, 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 the God has become in the flesh in order to take our nature and give us a new nature. What does that mean to us? It's not just a philosophy. It's not just a theology. It's not just a dogma. It's something to live it practically. And I think that's where we struggle because again, as you will see later on, we'll see that we're still trying to practice all the practices in order to prove that we want to be to gain something, to gain, no, it's, it, that, that's, not, that's not the case. It's not the case. You are already free, as it says here, right? 
the text says that that since you are you are free okay christ already for freedom christ has set us free so walk in that freedom do not try to put something again as another yoke on you so in practical way practical meaning again here we are, we are coming for 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 you know starting the lent in a couple of days okay that could be a huge big weight right well i don't like to fast it's hard to fast i it's gonna be something that wow 55 days staying away from this and this and that and 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 the one thing that is actually supposed that we are given to us to get us close to god by itself it becomes what a burden a weight a weight right same thing with with prayers well i just like i don't like to pray i don't feel anything up in the prayer but i have to do it so imagine the, sign, the, the one thing that God has given us to connect with him and to be in his presence became another weight, a burden. Why? Because we think that all those things, again, I'm not saying those things are not important. No, but we think that all those things will, will, will justify us. This is the whole point of, of, of St. Paul here. He said nothing of this will justify you. But you have to do this because you are justified. This is the point. Because I am free, I want to live that life. So because I am free, I want to be in his presence. Because I'm free, I want to free my body from whatever. So I'm going to enter into the, 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 the fasting season with joy. Because it's more opportunity for me to free myself more. Or to enjoy that freedom that Christ has given me more. Right? See, see what, where is this going? So this is, that's why I'm saying this is a very, very important chapter because it actually, a lot of times we have that whole thing wrong. I was reading something about this today. It says that we, 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 we don't, we, don't uh, we think that with our work, we, we do all the, the, the obligation that, that we have to do. We, by, by fasting and by uh, eating certain food and whatever, all these are things that we are doing in order to be forgiven. Like we are forgiven already. These things are not going to give you more forgiveness. But what would it do? It is coming from a pure heart that you actually want to give it in love. Right? It is, it is, those are things that are making us more united, more in his presence, more more opening our heart for the Holy Spirit to work more right and and sometimes again as we said this 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 mindset is is not quite clear it's not quite clear but it gives it gives a totally different uh dimension for that relationship that's what he's saying here again for freedom christ has set us free do not stand for stand firm therefore and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery so that's why we always say in christianity we have no obligations there is no farida as we say in, in islam farida something you know there is no farida there is no obligation that you have to do this you have to go and 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 and, and uh, go to the pilgrimage or lift the kaaba or do this or give or give all those farida all those obligation in order to be justified no we don't have this there is no obligation but it's all about what that because we are free we are offering ourselves ourselves and this is this is what he's trying to tell them here do not 
submit again to the yoke of slavery, to the yoke of slavery. What is, what is, why do we get into that mindset again of no, I have to do certain things in order that I will be saved? What do you think? I, I want to hear your, your, your opinion because it's, it's a very, very tricky, tricky point. Like again, Misunderstanding of this particular point. Yes. Yes. How we were raised up, right? Yes. yes. Right. So the more of, of always the sense of guilt, you know, because I don't do this and this and this and that. I'm not a good person. I'm not a right. What else? What do you think? Us who are, who are, who are raised in, in, in the Middle East and Egypt and all those areas, yes, we were affected so much with that same mentality of, of Islam. Definitely, definitely, yes. Again, the, the idea of the obligation, the, the idea of the farida, the idea of you have to, to, to gain, you know, whatever that, no. But here, the, again, that, that's why St. Paul talks more and more and more about the, 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 the dogma and the theology and the teaching of the faith. You are justified by the faith. But again, that doesn't mean that you don't do anything. Nobody's saying this. Because as we will see later on in the same chapter here, no, it's all about what you do, how you translate what, what that freedom into an actual action, right? But the mindset behind it is different. As I said before, the why, the, the answer to the question why is what's different. Why am I doing this, right? And that's, that's how we, we, we were talking about this yesterday in the Bible study, how we can change things into actually you were doing it in or with joy. Right? So we, 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 can, we can actually, each one of us can, can, can ask ourselves that question. Like when we are really, you know, doing those obligations that we think it's obligation, are we doing it out of joy and with joy or not? When it's come a time for my prayer, for example, okay, let me do it so I can finish and get done with it and continue with my life, right? As you say, like, okay, I wanna, wanna finish my prayer so I can enjoy my show. No, no, it's not just Farida. It's not just I have to check the box and get it done so I can go on with my life. Why again, because we are already, right? So that's, this is what he's talking about. I was just reading something again about this, you know, kind of, of, of uh, comparing things. If we are, working with, with that mindset, obeying the rules. Maybe I, you know, I, I was reading this and I kind of like wanted to maybe share something and tell you, what do you think? Is this like a true statement or wrong statement? Let's, let's do it this way. Just read a couple of things and you tell me this is right or wrong. For example, I believe I have the strength to obey and improve myself. I do what I'm told and measure up to the standards set for me. I'll read it one more time. I believe I have the strength to obey and improve myself. I do what I'm told and measure up to the standards set for me. True or wrong statement? Or both, or in between, or we can justify it or kind of, you know, alter it. What do you think? You think it's wrong, why? It's all about the I, okay? Okay, who agrees, who don't agree? Again, I'll read it one more time. I believe I have the strength to obey and improve myself. 
I do what I'm told and measure up to the standard set for me. What do you think, Dave? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's true. I believe I have strength to obey and improve myself. What's wrong with that? God gives. There you go. Yes. So we can. That's what I'm saying. We can alter it a little bit. You know, it's kind of tricky, right? But that, it's tricky because we think the same way. That's why it's tricky, right? Like we all do this. You know, I will do this, right? I promise that I have to change. I will do my. I, I'll, I'll do my best. And I like talk to somebody, give them like a spiritual rule. Okay, I will try. No, wrong answer. <laughs> Don't say I will try. Tricky, isn't it? What, what do you think, guys, online? I hope you can you can share with, with us. This is very important, by the way. This is the, 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 the core of, of, of our relationship, how we can approach that relationship with Christ. Feel free to unmute yourself and, and, and share with us. I believe I have the strength to obey and improve myself. I do what I'm told and measure up to the standards set for me. <laughs> it became what? Obligation, a task. There are certain standards. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a spiritual standard. Yes, I agree. It's a spiritual standard. But look at this and look at what St. Paul says in Philippians, for example. I can do everything in Christ, right? See, see the difference, the different mindset, right? Look at this and look at what we were reading. I think it was uh, yesterday, Friday, uh, Second, First Peter 5. That the God of all grace has called you, and he will, the one, he will complete you, justify you, strengthen you, and uh, uh, strength, perfect you. Yes. Yes. If you can bring, bring it up. First Peter 5, I think, at the end of the chapter. This is the mindset. Right? That's why one of, uh, I was reading it in one of the, of the Orthodox writers he goes you know what that bracelet of uh, wwjd what would jesus do he said this is this is not right <laughs> like what's wrong with that you know if i'm in a situation and then uh towards the end of the chapter and then i will see okay like what would jesus do in that case but he goes the the, the issue with that is we are actually saying okay i will do what he was doing right and again it's all about being Good person. But if you can, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you can add a little bit, like what would Jews, what would Jesus do in me in that situation? Right. So this is this is again that whatever I'm doing is 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 for that. Uh, did, did you find it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. There you go. First Peter 5:10. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after we have suffered a while, perfect establish, strengthen, and settle you. There is no I here at all, right? But still, being the one who called us, that means that I have to do what? Accept the call, right? But this verse is, is again, it goes along exactly what we're talking about. Okay, I am not perfect. Okay, he will perfect you. I am not established. He will establish you. I am weak. He will strengthen you. 
I'm not settled, unsettled. He'll settle you. <laughs> After you are suffered, all. See, he's talking, Peter is talking to the people who are who went through. Uh, uh, persecution. So, but in general, after you suffered a while, because being true Christian, we are suffering. We're not living like everybody's living, right? So that suffering on earth while we're living here, he calls it why? What? A while. So while suffering or after suffering a while on your life here, that he will be the one who perfect you and establish you and strengthen you. Again, it's something to think about it more and more and to reflect about it more and more. Something, this statement, when I first read it for the first time, what's wrong with it? It's very good. There's nothing, I'm not talking about I'm gonna go drink or get drunk or there's, there's nothing, you know. But, but, but what, the, the mind behind it is different. Another, another example, another example, L listen to this. I am making progress. I don't do some of the things I used to do. Other people compliment me on my obedience and discipline. I can see that I am better than others in my fellowship. How wonderful is it to be a spiritual person? Very humble, right? <laughs> see? Do we think sometimes this way? Can we get into that trap? Yes. Yes. Especially again, the beginning. I'm making progress. Like, what's wrong with that? That the I, again, I am making progress. Versus what? How can I say this in a different way? Thanks God, thank God for his grace that he's working in me. I'm still struggling, but God is working. Right? As we say in communication, it depends on how the, the way you say things, right? The same thing in spirituality, because that sets the mind. That sets the mind. I am doing progress. I'm making progress. Okay, somebody will come in, in, in confession, like, I want to thank God. I'm making progress, God is working. And somebody that, you know, I'm much better. Okay, it's not, it's not the, 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 the essence of, of, of the competition is wrong, right? Wrong. The funny thing again is it, it, there's nothing wrong. I mean, you can go through this, like I'm talking about spirituality, I'm not talking about something else. And that's why St. Paul here back again to Galatians was very, very, very in chapter five doing that. Like, okay, if you accept circumcision, you are actually doing what? You're denying Christ. Why? Because circumcision is the, the gate for entering into all what all the rituals, right? Circumcision is if you are circumcised, then you become a member of the people. And then you are obliged to do this and this and this and this. So like from the beginning, he said, this is the, the one thing that you'll accept that will lead you into other things. To do what? To make progress, to be a better person. To, right? So he goes, no, it's not like this. You are already. And that's why, again, that's how we understand the fact that he said we are justified by faith. Faith, what is faith again? Faith that we are justified by his blood. By the incarnation, we are being renewed. This is a fact. I don't have to gain that, but I have to live according to that. That's the difference. That's the difference. Am I confusing you? <laughs> Is it a different way of thinking? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, if, if you go on with, 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 with the text itself, you see that actually this is, it, it gets clearer and clearer as we, we, we move on with this. Any questions so far before I move on to the next thing? 
So he, he, he's still going with the, same, with the same thought. Again, we talked about five and six of more of the practicality of that, right? But before he goes on, he wants, wants them to be very, very clear on the idea that you are already free, so do not put more weight, right? As the Lord himself said, put your weight on him, the weight, the yoke on him. And then he goes, that's why he goes, I, Paul, say to you that I, if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. This is the translation here, right? What does it mean that Christ will be of no advantage to you? What do you think of that? Yes, yes. Like if, you, if you're thinking the same thing that you have to justify yourselves by your works, then all what Christ has done is what? Useless. It's very tricky. <laughs> it is very tricky, right? Again, it's, I am doing this because I love to do it, not because I have to do it. And I'm doing this because I am already free, not that this will give me freedom. Right? It will keep me fixed in him, right? Keep me established in him, yes. Keep me connected in him, yes. Right? But that's why he's saying, the I, Paul, say to you, if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. Because again, what I'm saying is circumcision becomes the door for the... For the law. So if you are accepting that you have to be circumcised, that means that you have to obey the whole law. And this is not going to happen. So don't do it. <laughs> yeah. And in the same way, what we think about our, ourselves, right? If we think by doing so and so, we are being justified, that means that I have to be 100% all the time doing the right things. And again, this is not happening. And that's why we need Christ. Back again to First John chapter 1, or chapter 3, I'm sorry, where he says what? Children do not sin, right? You shouldn't. But if you, we have what? The blood of Christ, the propitiation, the cover, the mercy, right? Do not sin mean, again, do not, again, sin with the, with the, with the, with the understanding of it is missing the target. Right? So keep your eyes, as Dr. Samir was saying earlier today, this morning in Arabic sermon, focus on Christ. That's what we're talking about yesterday in Hebrews 12 also. Looking at the chief and the author of our salvation, of our faith, Jesus. Right? Looking at, as I was explaining yesterday, looking at him, meaning look away from other things in order to look only at the one thing. The definition of the word itself that is written in Hebrews 12, look Looking at Jesus, that means look away from the other things so you can see only Jesus. And that's exactly what he's saying here. Do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ, you who would be justified. What, what does that mean? 
This is very important also. You are receiver from Christ. You are being justified by the, by the law. What does that mean? Four. Four. You have become strange. Strange. This is the New King, King James. You have become strange from Christ. You who attempt to be justified by law, you have fallen from grace. What does it mean? Is it him uh, reiterating the same thing that he said in verse two, where if you continue to think that you're going to be able to do something that will save you, that you're basically pushing yourself away from Christ? Yes, yes, the same, the same, the same idea again. Just kind of going more into that, you have become estranged. You have, you have, you are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, by the law, you have fallen away from grace. So the same thing, like if you are, again, depending on certain things, you are what? But, but here is, here is the, the, the trick in this passage, which is the, the, the word itself, you know, uh, whether it is, it is uh, estranged or severed. Strange meaning what? Being, mean, you're becoming what? Stranger, right? Stranger. In Arabic, it's not really clear. What does that mean? <laughs> Estranged, severed. Actually, I was looking at the same word, which the, the word means more of, of uh, 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 being removed from. Removed from. Actually, St. Paul uses the same word in Romans 7, 6 in a good way. The same word, severed. In, 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 in Romans 7, 6, if you look at it uh, in, 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 in actually positive way, like we are stranging or estranged from the bad things. What shall we say then? If, is the law sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, oh, sorry, six, right? Seven, six. But now we have been delivered from the law. That's the same word, delivered, the, the, same, the same verb in Greek. Delivered from the law, estranged from the, from the law having died to what we were held by, so we should serve in the newness of the spirit. So when we are walking in the spirit, we become what? Strange from. So this is strange in a good way, right? The same word here is what he's talking about here. When we are, this is exactly the opposite of, of, of Galatians 4. Okay. Then if we do this, you are, you are strange from Christ. This is how, how, how uh, important that is. That when we are depending only on the, what we are, again, back to the statement again, I want to become a better person. I am, I am, I am growing on my own. I am reaching the standards that I set for myself. Okay, like, what did Christ do for you then? <laughs> then you don't need Christ in anything, right? If you think by, by fasting whatever days and doing uh, 400 uh, uh, prostration and, and giving this and this and that, you, you, you earned your freedom. Like, what has Christ done? This is the danger of this, right? You got the point? I'm going back and forth, but because it's a very, very important point. You know, I'll just give you an example. You know, you know when, when, when driving here, I always drive uh, coming from whatever that is, there is, as I'm exiting the freeway, there's always uh, a sign, no turn on red, okay? And usually that's, that, 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 
uh, place is, 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 is there is no, no traffic at all. No traffic at all. Hmm? It's, it's 136, not 169. It's, uh, it's, it's Highway 100. Good question. Good question. But I found myself, again, either tempted to just go. There's nobody here, right? Always either I'm, I'm driving usually like weekend or something. There is no traffic. There is nothing. Or I stay and wait till it becomes green, right? And, and I keep asking myself this, like, what would it, you know, again, <laughs> what's, <laughs> what will, 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 will be the impulse for me to, to sit and wait or to go? Is because there a camera? Is there a cop, cop hiding in the bushes somewhere? Or is it because, you know, being a good citizen, I have to follow the rules. I don't care. Right? So in a way, that's, again, you know, why are you doing this? Right? Are we doing it because, because we think that we have to, because we were going to get punished, because we, we need, we're, we're afraid of God's judgment and God's wrath and, 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 or no, we're doing those things because we are free and being a free. And as we said before, we are what? We are mature. We are heirs. We're not children or slaves. So we have the, the, the ability to make up our mind and to make a good decision. And that good decision that I want to be with you. I want to spend time with you. So that's why I will spend time in prayer. That's why I will spend time in, 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 in reading the Bible. That's why I will spend time in coming to the church. See? And it's very, very important mindset. That's what he's saying again here. If we, so if we do this because we have, we think that by doing this, we are justifying ourselves. We are actually being estranged from from Christ. And it's very, very hard, very heavy, heavy concept. Like I tell Christ, like whatever you've done, all that story of the salvation, all that everything, you know what? That's not good enough for me. <laughs> I have to do it myself. And the other problem with this, that you doing this, using this mindset, will never be able to continue. Why we're never able to continue with, with having that mindset? Because depending on myself will always lead to what? Hmm? Failure, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, I can do it for a while, but after a while. Or I will do it, I will never do it with that joy. Right? I'm not enjoying my life with Christ. Again, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's hard, but it's enjoyable. <laughs> And that's why, again, as we were talking yesterday in Hebrews 12 about we have this great cloud of witnesses that they've done this and they enjoyed this. Yes, they were tortured. Yes, they were martyred. Yes, they're living in the desert. Yes, they were, were living a different life, but they did it with, with joy, right? You, you read the story and see like their face was shining like sun when they were approaching death, right? We just celebrated the, the, the anniversary of, of, the, of the 21 martyrs of Libya. And you see that they were doing it in joy. Right. And, and all those things, why? Because again, they, they enjoyed that relationship. They enjoyed every single step of it. And 
again, sadly, we, 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 we used all those things that should bring the joy to us to make it what more yoke on our shoulders. And we're never satisfied and never out of that guilt. We're always short. You know, how is, how is, how is your life with Christ? Like, So what is what what he's saying here again? That's why he used that 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 uh, phrase in, in, in the rest of verse four, and we'll get to five before we before we end. You are severed from Christ, you who would be justified by the law. You have fallen away from grace. Fallen away from grace. What do you think of that? Fallen away from grace. You're not allowing the grace to do the work for you. Again, if we, if we define again, the grace is what is getting what we do not deserve, right? So here is, here is that gift for you, right? And you, you're leaving it and said, no, I don't want it. I can do it myself. You're falling away from grace. It's 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 interesting to know that and to 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 not to think of the consequences of approaching the relationship in a in a wrong mindset. In the wrong mindset, falling away um, or falling from grace is 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 the the meaning of again uh, to to. To fall powerless, like you're giving all the power to do things, and you are falling from that power and being powerless. So what is what again? You know how does that translate into actual reality? We said that five and six are practical life, right? So what does that mean for for me when I'm struggling all the time, and I know that okay, I am already free. How can, I, how can I approach that mindset? What, what should I make? What should I, how should I think? Is, is there something different, something, you know, how can I make that mindset a reality that I can live? What do you think? Yes, Dave. That's a great point, Dave. Dave is saying again that, that just stop that way of thinking at the moment, right? Because again, what happened is again, okay, you know what I feel, it comes to me as, you know what, 
I'm not good enough, right? Or I haven't been doing anything. Or here I am, I failed this and this and that, right? And that's why when we say again, the, the, the righteousness by faith, what is faith again? Faith is seeing the unseen, right? So here, that's at that moment, it's the moment of faith, right? That what will get me out of that mindset is knowing that no, God is working in me, right? And yes, maybe I'm, I'm not able to, to, to again, again, reach the standard that's set in front of me, but it is his grace that will get me there, not mine, right? So it is, it is exactly, you know, exactly imagine this with me, that, that you are walking in your, in, your, in your life with Christ and you're trying again, trying hard. And then there is, there is devil next to you. And every time you do something wrong or you, feel, or you fall short, he does what? Accuse you. Here you go. You've done this. There is no hope in you. Quit. Right? You're not getting anywhere. Just forget about it. Right? That's exactly. And at those moments is, is when we need that change of mindset. Like, no. I am good because of Christ's work in me. I am saved because of Christ's work in me. And that's what makes me actually fight that thought. Right? So it's more of a mindset, more than actual thing to do. Because again, it could be the same thing that I'm doing, but it's with a different mindset. A different mindset. Right? And that different mindset would lead, would lead to that joy. Right? Again, I'm not obligated to do this. I'm not obligated to sit here in the, in the traffic light. No, I want to do it. <laughs> right? Because it makes me, you know, it, it, it's, it's the right thing to do. Right? So it's doing the things, but different way of thinking, different understanding, and fighting the accusation that is always accused. Right? I, I just remember now I have to do this, but. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, we've, we've talked about this before when we were studying Zechariah, Zechariah 3, the beautiful prophecy of, of the, the high priest and where, where Satan is standing and accusing him. Yes, that's exactly. Let's just read it real quick because, because it fits in, in, this, in this passage 100%. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, but Zechariah chapter 3 uh, and from the beginning of the chapter. You can just bring, read it real quick. Let's read from one till five. Okay. This is one of the, of the visions that Zechariah has seen, right? And at that time, the high priest, which is uh, Yahusha, right? Joshua here, I think his name is. So this is one of the visions. Then he showed me, the angel, showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to oppose him. So Joshua standing, this is the high priest. Look at how he's standing. And the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before the angel. Then he answered and spoke to those who stood before him saying, take away, this is, this is the Lord speaking, take away the filthy garments from him. And to him, he said, see, I have removed your iniquity from you and I will clothe you with rich robes. And I said, let them put a clean turban on his head 
So they put a clean turban on his head and they put the clothes on him and the angel of the Lord stood by. That's exactly, that's exactly, right? Joshua standing, filthy, condemned to death. Satan is standing in front of God. <laughs> but then something very important happened. This is what the practicality comes and this is what you're talking about, Dave. What, what, what did the, the voice come saying? What in verse two or three, this is the Lord. Rebuke you and the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. It's the, 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 the resentment and resisting that mindset that you are filthy, that you are worthless, that there is no hope. Okay? Then, then it comes like, you know, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Get away from me. Why? Because the Lord has done what? Put you a new rich robe and give you a new turban and a beautiful this and that and that and renewed you again. This is exactly what St. Paul is talking about. See, St. Paul knowing the Old Testament, he's, 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 all that is in his mind. All that is in his mind. Like imagine Joshua in this situation and the Lord is saying, you know what, rebuke you, Satan, I'm going to give you. I said, no, 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 I know what to do. <laughs> give me a chance. I have my own robe. I have my own turban. I have my own clean set of clothes that I have it. I'm going to bring it and I don't need anything from you. That's when we fall from grace and when we are what? Exactly. See? And sadly, again, that's what we do without noticing. And that's why we are not growing. That's why we are doing the same thing over and over again. That's, not, that's why we are not joyful. I'm not saying that, that the, 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 the struggle will end. No. I'm not saying that we will become sinless. No. But the mind is renewed. And that's exactly what St. Paul says. Transformed by the renewal of the mind. That we are, by faith you are saved. By grace you are saved. But because of that, if you imagine Joshua at this time, after being given the new robe and the clean turban and all the beauty, he was going to go and, 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 and jump in the mud again. He's not going to be watchful where he goes, for example. He's not going to be watchful not to put all that beauty that was given to him and keep it clean. He will. And that's the practical life. I, I appreciate what I have. I understand what I have. I know that it's given to me. Because that's why I'll be very watchful. But again, I can't do it. Well, he will perfect you. He will establish you. He will. And that's why, that's why coming to verse five, I'm just going to kind of go through it, but I think we need to talk a lot about it next time. But verse five again comes here. This is, this is as I said, the, the conclusion of everything. Back to Galatians 5 again. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. That's a very good homework for you for the week. <laughs> Try to actually kind of uh, 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 parse it, you know, word by word as we do with the grammar. And just like, okay, where is this? And what does it mean? And, and why is this here? Read it in whatever version you want. <laughs> Arabic, English, Hebrew, Greek, <laughs> whatever. But spend some time because I think it's, it's, it's worth the time. What does it mean? What does it mean? Right? For through the spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. Here it doesn't say anything about works. <laughs> right? Nothing. It didn't say through fasting. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying fasting is wrong. No. But because of this, I want to fast. 
Because of this, I will fast forever. <laughs> because of this, I will spend all my life praying. Because of this, I will eagerly read the scripture. Because of this, I will translate all this into love and care for everybody. Through the spirit. So it is from the spirit. Remember that next chapter is going to talk about the fruit of the spirit. Remember this. So through the spirit. By faith. Faith in what again? That we are set free already. Set free already. Faith that faith that he has given us a new nature. That we are born again through baptism into that new person. New, new, new. Through the spirit, by faith, we eagerly wait. That's another thing, eagerly. Are we really eagerly waiting? And waiting for what? For the hope. We said that the hope is waiting, right? So eagerly waiting for the waiting. <laughs> eagerly waiting for the hope of righteousness. As if with the righteousness is what is a gift. Exactly, Zechariah 3. We are eagerly waiting for that in hope and in faith. There are like four verbs here or four things. Just think about it more and more and we can, we can you know, talk more about it next time. For the spirit, for through the spirit, by faith, eagerly wait for hope of righteousness. Each word is very, very important. Right? But it, it, it concludes everything. It concludes everything. And it's again, it's, it's, it's a beautiful mindset to live in order to, again, to enjoy that relationship with Christ, to live it. Even if we have to go through the struggle, even as St. Peter said, like after you suffered for a while, right? life is not easy. The, the, the living with the Lord is not easy. Again, as he said, you know, they did not come to, 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 to I came to, 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 to kindle that fire, right? And to spread that, that sword, right? The kingdom of heaven has to be captured by force. But we do all those things with the mindset and with the faith and with the understanding that we are free. We are free. Because of this, we want to do this. And because of this, we're actually, that's why we want to move forward and, 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 and endure the trouble and endure this, the, 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 the tribulation because we are already in it already. Stop at this point for now, and, uh, and 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 kind of let let the word settle more, and let give give some time through the week to kind of like read it again and again and again, and just pray with it more and more, and 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 uh, it's a, it's a good good practice. Like like watch how we practice our spirituality with what with what mindset, right? Like with what mindset? What with what mindset? With what mindset I can I'm coming to approach him. Right? What's in my mind? I'm doing this for what reason? Right? Again, no obligations. There's no obligations. But there is love. There's freedom. Right? Does that freedom make me waxed? Absolutely not. It shouldn't. And I'm abusing the freedom. That freedom means, okay, I can do whatever. I've saved 100%. No. The freedom that means that I don't want to fast? No. 100%. No. But it is appreciating the gift. Again, that's why he said, do not 
the, if you do this, you are falling from the grace. Okay? Like, okay, all what Christ has done, all the work of the spirit, all what he said to the disciples and the apostles, you know, wait here and you receive a power from, from, from above and the Holy Spirit will come, will teach you everything, will guide you, will do this. Like I'm seeing what this is all, not valid. It's only me and how can I try to make it? You're never going to be able to make it. Submit to the spirit, submit to the work, open the heart. So whatever we are doing again is to allow us to open the heart for the work of the spirit, for the fire of the spirit. And yes, this is our job to do this. That's what St. Paul later on will say, do not grieve the spirit, right? And do not quench the spirit. So don't say just, okay, I am free already and I don't care. Because if we don't care, if we're not watchful, then that, that, that fire will what? Be quenched, be quenched. So no, I'm not saying that it's, a, it's an easy life, 100% no. But it's hard life, but with the joy, with the strength, with the power that it's been done already for us. And because that you are able to continue and grow and change as this is the work of God in our lives. Amen. Any questions or last minute questions? Again, more of uh, contemplating, more of thinking, more of praying, more of practicing and see exactly Watch, watch ourselves. Let's, let's watch, especially with, with the coming Lent. Let, let's be watchful. You know, what we do and why we do it and in what mindset we do it. It's very easy to stand and just mumble a couple of psalms and get done and I'm done. I'll go on with my life. That's not prayer. It's not prayer. Like, who are we feeling fooling? That's, that's not, he doesn't want this. He doesn't want this. But how to have that mindset, like, you know what, thank you for, 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 your, for your grace. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for being renewed. And because of that, I will be with you, whatever, in whatever time, whatever. God bless. Uh, blessed uh, Lenten season, God willing, for everyone. And uh, we'll continue uh, the rest of chapter five, and hopefully we'll finish soon before the Holy Week. <laughs> no, we'll do it. God, we have 50 days, so we better do that. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. And Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for your uh, life-giving, for the words that, uh, that uh, open our eyes and our minds, Lord, to what we have and who we are, Lord, and the grace that you've given us, Lord, and the freedom that you've given us, Lord. And let us not... Uh, not uh, burden ourselves with, with a yoke, Lord, that uh, would do nothing but, but uh, entangle us, Lord, and, and, and cripple us, Lord, from moving uh, joyfully towards you, Lord. Pray, Lord, that you open our hearts, Lord, with, uh, to the work of your spirit, Lord, that we, we, can, we can enjoy that life with you, Lord, that we can give you every breath that we breathe, every single thought that we think, Lord, that we submit everything to your, to your strength and to your presence, Lord. Hear our prayer and supplication. Lord, we pray, Lord, for the peace of the whole world Lord, during this time. Praying for those who are struggling, those who are under stress, Lord, those who have no one to remember them. Remember everyone, Lord. Allow us, Lord, always to come together as, as one body, Lord, and offer you, Lord, the, the praise and the glory and the wisdom that you want, Lord, to the prayers of all your saints, Lord. In your name, hear us and we pray, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come.
May the love of God the Father, grace of His only begotten Son, the community, the Holy Spirit be with you. Go in peace, peace be with you all. Have a good night and see you tomorrow, whoever is coming tomorrow to the church. Night. Thanks, Abona. Thank good you. Thank you. Don and Peggy and Amira, good to see you.